Hey, listener, you like couches? You like three dudes on the same couch? Says in the show. Anime couch. What, what is up, everyone? This is your host, Flaza Dude here, and welcome to the Anime Couch. Today on the couch, we have our boys, Troy and Justin, the usual. Say what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, efficient today. Mm-hmm. All right, so take a seat with us and uh, let's get to business. All right, before we, we get into the nitty-gritty of it, uh, the topic and all, make sure to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Be sure to like or follow or leave a review, whatever you want to do. You can find all these links and more on theanimecouch.com. And you can even check out our sub-channel, The Anime Couch Plus, for any additional videos that we cut or paste and throw out there for all our listeners who we appreciate out here. Because, you know, ever since Elon Musk bought Twitter, we're now unofficial, uh, you know, spawns of his doing. Because that's how corporate greed works. And we're not going to get money if we don't, you know, schmooze to Elon now. We weren't going to get money either way. <laughs> Listen, Elon likes anime. We like anime. He he might like comic stuff. Who knows? If we schmooze now, could be we could be the official Elon Musk podcast. I'm, I'm down. I'm down to rep it. Isn't Joe Rogan already that? Crap. The second official Elon Musk podcast. He does like to meme. Like, bro, I think I think he would get along with our vibe really. I think he would get along with Choi's vibe really well. I actually hate him deeply. That's fine. That doesn't matter. I think anyone who's willing to spend forty-four billion dollars on anything has a very special place in the deep, dark parts of hell. I don't even believe in hell. But I will, in this instance, in uh, reference. Listen, if he's willing to advertise for us forty-four billion bucks, bro, I don't. All care. I'm saying is Prometheus. All he did was give a little fire to some people, and he has his liver eaten for all eternity. Hey, you know, sometimes so sometimes I get you. If you're an apartheid diamond fund trust fund fuck you baby who has 44 billion dollars to spend that's him that's specifically elon musk his parents yeah. owned a diamond mine he's from but, apartheid you know, south africa he he has teslas and you know if if we keep talking about him eventually another some thing. Will, he some named will come his way. company after one of the most ingenious inventors selfless inventors of all time he named his giant disgusting corporate fuck you after someone who hated corporations and then fucking jacked his name ganked his name you go talk to some random whatever and they're like hey do you know what tesla is they're like that's the car company mm-hmm. i was like no you fucking it's Nikola Tesla, you donkey brain. So haven't you Technic- seen that movie? Technically, Finkeldork Bunker Snatch plays him in a movie, dude. Technically, Doctor Strange. He actually bought the name from somebody who already had it. That's what he does with everything, and then he calls himself an inventor on it. Or that's why we respect our you sponsor, Elon in, Musk. Lizard, bitch. Only good <laughs> things to say, Mister Musk. 
not a, you. Not a real no, sponsor. He, talks, he oh, this is uh, this. Okay, I, I can't say this one. Ghislaine Maxwell. That's all, you, you know, connect the dots. I'm not. I'll get. I'll get barked at if I. <laughs> all right, Mr. Musk. Make sure to contact our uh, manager Justin out yeah, here. Sure. He he. Don't he handles me. he handles all the business and uh, handlings of this. So no, any deposits, send them his way. No, <laughs> no. Bro, why, why are you, why are you guys why are you guys fighting the sponsor, space. bro? You're supposed to support the sponsor no matter what because that's what makes us get food to feed our families. Uh, if if you're if you're gonna side with a, a reptilian overlord, it's got to be Jeff B. Right, he him. has. Prime style, son. Yeah, but bro, like a free car man, like it, when Jeff B starts getting cars, bro, may, maybe I'll maybe I'll swing his way, but like bro, a reptilian self-driving fucking AI bullshit. I've seen I've seen iRobot. Will Smith told me enough to drive your own car. And that's how we will swing into the main topic. This no. this episode, we will be talking about the anime that's coming out this spring 2022 season. We'll be telling people to keep their hands off my wife's mouth. Yes, mm-hmm. so let's let's rock ourselves into this episode. Rock hard? Rock hard, rock on. Alright, so I think the appropriate thing to do is to minimize how much Justin talks. We will start with Spy Family. Okay, yeah, I can talk about that. So, Justin, you as a resident anime expert, watcher uh-huh. of all things Magi. Let's go. You you haven't been in this pool of uh, anime discussion because, you know, everything is only... You only watch the most of Magi tears. Yes. So, it's been a while since you've actually watched anything. So, what was your impressions on uh, Spy Family, the, the short and narrow of it all? It's a funny-ass show. I'll tell you that right now. But, uh, I was like, I, this is not hyping anything up. It's just a realization that I had for a while. Like literally like the first two seconds or like the first five seconds that it started, I was like, man, I miss watching anime. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh man, I guess I got to start watching more stuff now. Try not right? going to sleep. What are you doing, bro? Hey, I'm don't listening. sleep. Don't sleep on no, fire. Not fire. I'm just resting my eyes. I will fight <laughs> you. <laughs> Continue, Justin, before I kill this man. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, so uh, I, I watched the first episode. I was like, all right. I mean, I usually like doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like multitasking when I'm watching something, but you know, let me put my f- main focus on it. And so I watched all four episodes, just enjoying the hell out of the anime. Mm-hmm. So at the, at this moment, it is Magi tier. That's facts. We, we can talk more about like uh, the specifics in each episode if you would like, but I'd say it's definitely Magi tier. All right, all right. And what about you, Troy? What are you feeling about this show with a child in it? Don't worry, I have Chris Hansen right next to me to record all your words. Um, 
those ironic weird noises um i agree it's incredible um anya is fucking hilarious and uh the mom the mom's incredible where she like i don't know she's just was like sees a knife and will like start just fucking like drooling over it <laughs> all of her clothing has to be specific colors to account for blood splatter like that's just twilight yeah like <laughs> this show's so fucking elite it's insane i haven't been so disappointed for episodes to finish like maybe ever Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't remember a time where, like, it would end, and you're just like, what? I need more. Mm. I need all of this injected straight into me, into my veins. Except, have you guys seen the fucking discourse around this shit from some of the fucking fatherless people in the world? Oh, Are yeah. you talking about that one Twitter post that was that was going there's off? There's a few about, Twitter posts, bro. bro and and there's the one, and the one TikTok, bro. The the one that went viral because it was what about him looking up her skirt? It was it was oh it, he was they they drew blush on his face, bro, because people can't blush in anime apparently, and it was like dang they're sexualizing this child, and I was like. Bro, give me a magnifying glass and point to me where because, bro, I'm not seeing what you're seeing. Yeah, He's just, just... Like... also, they like, I don't know, there's like gradations of the pink on the cheek. Blood, like, yeah. If you're just like cheesing where you're like hella happy about something, that's like, it was just like a fucking moment where everyone was smiling and happy. You, people can't be happy though. There wasn't any of the like, like oh my god! I was like, bro, I saw some that I was like fatherless. So you just didn't never never had a father to love you. Yeah, I was like, you didn't get <laughs> thrown up in the air. So I was like, you just literally can't relate. <laughs> or you're just disgusting and see everyone. You're like everyone has to think okay. like me. Who who's the real menace to society here? Hmm. I have a th- this is a weird tangent, but I have a theory about like you know the people who are like really quick to defend like small racial injustices, like the white knights of the world. Whereas, like, did you just say that to him? It's like mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Did you just? I'm like those people are more racist because they're they assume every stereotype in the world is like true, you know. So they're just like more zoned in on it oh bro i love i love people like that i don't know i don't know why you're calling them out bro they're the funniest people to ever deal with especially when you're not white especially when you're not white they're the best dude but i feel just like like imagine imagine going to like a kfc right and you don't even order and they're just like in front of you and they're like oh and they turn back around. They're like, you know what? Scratch that. I don't want any chicken. They can have the rest. And you're just like, bro, I was just going for a sandwich. What you mean? Dude, that's what I'm saying. We're like, that in their mind is supposed to. But then it's like, 
it, it makes sense and they're being super yeah. sensitive and it's like bro so chill. it's like so you're making the wrong all, assumptions here yeah it's like all black people like chicken is and they're just like that's not what i was saying it's like that's kind of what you were saying i mean that's kind of what you implied right in front of yeah. me I, I, I was i was gonna go get the vegan platter but you know sure whatever yes <laughs> I'm, I'm vegan so um and then they start apologizing. You're like, oh, so black people can't be vegan? <laughs> you just trying to give them a heart attack. Yeah, when someone tries to white knight save the day and then you flip the script on them. Man, I've seen brain like, a few solid videos when that stuff happens, bro. It's so good. Dude, they would uh, literally, the their best. heart would explode. They wouldn't know what to do with themselves. I'm like, how can you take being a good person and make it so bad? Like, make me hate the idea so much. <laughs> like, I've never wanted to punch a kind person. What did that have to do so with much. anything that you were talking about, though? <laughs> let's find out our way back to the... the it was about where I was like, I think it says more about the people pointing out the weird father-daughter shit and what is an insanely wholesome comedy show. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it says more about you if you're noticing that shit because no one else is. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like that's just because you probably are like looking for that because you're a fucking weirdo. Like closeted ass fucking perv. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess I'll throw out my uh, thoughts on Spix family, just like Hunter x Hunter is a thing, you know. Spix family out here. Um, you know, it's a comedy series, and it's about a a family dynamic. And uh, my thoughts on all comedies is always the same. Comedy is a niche thing, so there's people who will like it. There's people who don't. You know, what surprises me the most though is how popular of a comedy series it is compared to some other series. It impresses me how how much of an adorned fan base it's gotten so early on that it's making Dude, waves just on that notion alone. It's wholesome as fuck. Waifu. Um, the mom's cute too, I guess. <laughs> Chris Hansen, write that down. No, but I'm serious. Uh, I'm blanking on her name, but... Your? Anya? Yeah, your, Honey likes I'm, peanuts. I'm like your. I'm like, you got dark-haired assassin waifu. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's powerful. It's powerful energy. Big, big time. Like a, a comedy, a comedy series like this would make me hype up something like Gintama, except for the fact that its uh its fan base on online is like accursed. Great series, but like you know. Any anime fan base is just absolutely toxic. Like, no, it's pretty much been a dumpster fire most of the discourse. But I'm like, dude, I knew like we talked about before being excited for it because just the premise, dude, the whole vibe and aesthetic too, like the intro and the song and all the music, like just the music in general, mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. art style and like shit. This last episode. With the fucking elegant. Oh, uh, Mr. Elegant. <laughs> that shit was incredible. And they brought three pairs of backup clothes. 
I was like, always gotta be prepared. Dude, that shit, I was laughing, like, and then the episode ended, and I was like, too soon, way too soon, a spy, an assassin, and a telepathic orphan. It's like the best it's a good premise. dynamic. Yeah, literally, it's genius, and the execution's been fucking perfect, like, beyond perfect. When we, when we talk about the series, when we start ranking it, it it's always going to be fun because I love ranking things. And when the zeitgeist is something so high and I'm just like, I'll never be that high. And just by virtue, it's going to make me sound like I'm talking down on it. But I do. I do enjoy the series. But as a I comedy, like, don't you know, have. I have no notes. For it, you know, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like I, it's, just, there's, it's just an enjoyable watch. I I know I know there will be slightly more elements of compelling wholesomeness and like emotional substance. Well, I already know. I feel without reading where this is exactly gonna go. Mm. One or both of the parents are gonna be. They're all gonna die. Every single one of them. They're gonna have their mission. They'll like, get killed. Yeah, they'll have to choose between their mission or their family. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they've actually really fallen to or like learned to love this family. No, they the the final mission is for them to kill each other. Mister 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 Smith. Yeah, yeah. Is that like real or is that just your guess? I'm I'm not. I'm speaking out my rear end here. Uh, I I have a I have a friend who read it, and he'll talk about random gags that happen all the time. But I try. Not I actually might read it. some of the panels of the. I'm like I dig the, like art style of the manga a lot. A popular series. Um, yeah, I was like, I was sold from the premise, execution. I have no notes. Yeah, I think you can find it on Shonen Jump. Yeah, yeah, it comes out on Shonen Jump. Bro, I feel like uh, I think it's bi-weekly or something. If the this is just a theory I have, based mm-hmm. on what I know about Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Wholesome family comedy, that is fucking very very high tier. Mm-hmm. Has an absolute dumpster fire discourse surrounding it. Mm-hmm. The horny ass blood fest of Chainsaw Man mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is super horny is gonna be perhaps the worst thing that's ever happened since people started shipping in My Hero. Uh, anime's community's had some other lows, but you know, sure, sure. Has there been a has there been a recent low? A recent low? If if I scroll through everything that's come out in the past number of years, I can promise you there's definitely something or another. I haven't had a, such a violent reaction in my life until someone like trolling on Twitter posted a thing of All Might literally shouting Detroit Smash with Deku. Mm-hmm. And it, well, he, they weren't fighting. I see. And I was like, this... I was like, this is rock bottom. I was like, Spongebob's over there. 
I was like, the dude is it's like everyone's got the accent. The bus yeah, schedule's yeah. fucked. I was like, this is rock bottom. I was like, that's how Chainsaw Man's gonna be. I'm gonna see some out of pocket fan art on Twitter, just minding my own business. I mean, uh, Chain Chainsaw Man. It had like for one, the whole cast looks older. Most of them are older. Dude, I. You're not gonna <laughs> wait. Wait. You're not gonna get that same style of like. Not getting I no saw, white hero out of it. I saw. <laughs> I'll tell you like I'll tell. You. Okay. Okay. Smart. <laughs> yeah. No. The only thing. All right. Cha- you know, this is a little off topic. Whatever. Chainsaw Man excites me because I know what map is going to do. It's going to look great. Some parts might feel better than like reading it. But bro, when I tell you, and I know, I know people really like this series, bro. I think this has got to be one of the dumbest things ever written, man. I'm going to get so much hate. I'm going to get so much hate for this. If people start, if, if people wait to start commenting on our videos, for those episodes, bro, I'll be fighting a field of people by myself just because of how much I think the series is just stupid. Dude, yeah, I, uh... I took a hyper beam. Oh, I gotta run. I was like, what uh, are those weird sounds you're making? Like, what are you doing now? <laughs> my artillery just dicked me with a hyper beam. Uh, uh-huh. I'm just. There's been such insanely bad discourse around a show that is like very wholesome. I'm like, it's gonna be in the pits for a show that is anything but wholesome. Oh, it'll be exciting! I can't wait. And I really can't. I haven't read it, so I'm excited to like see. If I think it's as good as what some people claim it is, bro, a lot of people say it's the best new gen. That's what I'm the best yeah. series of all time, bro. It's it's got it's got love. I'm like, and oh. I I'd went into it. I had went into it like it it wasn't even overhyped by other people around me, but it was hyped, and I was like, all right, it's got to be good then. Like you know, I respect some of these people's taste. One of the one of the one of the, one of the guys I talk to all the time, you know, who has near a lot of the same opinions as me. I, I had read it while in call with him and I was, and like, I was ready a few hours later, I was already halfway through the series. And I was like, I asked him, when does this series get good? Word for word. That's exactly what I asked. Cause I was like chapter 50 something. There was only 80 something out of the time. And he was like, Oh, Oh, you're at that arc. Uh, that arc is one of my favorites. And I read it and I was like, this is pretty mid, but you know, maybe it gets better. Because I was not vibing with him, man. I was just like, this is this is not, a, you know, I, I didn't even know what a lot of the online talk specifically was, but the way it was hyped up from some aspects, I was like, well, it doesn't match that. The characters suck. Uh, bro, I was I was just anti it, bro. I was I was amazed. I was like, I, I wanted to like it, but like, there's just nothing here. I'm just waiting for Black Clover to get animated again. <laughs> oh, Black Clover, bro. Let Man, real, especially let, after that twist, yeah. bro. Let the real king and new gen shonen start eating again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shit. Black actually really good, but, you know, we don't talk about that it's here. It's good. All oh, right. Dude, dude, wait, hold up. I'm rewatching Naruto. 
like OG mm -hmm. Naruto. I've rewatched OG Naruto like once or twice, like pieces. So okay, Naruto and Sasuke—they're fighting. They're gay. Yeah, yeah. In front, right next to the statues. Kurama's out. He's like, wheel. He's like puppeteering Naruto. Yeah, yeah, because he's a little too angry. He punches the absolute brakes off of. Sasuke. Are you talking about Sasuke starts flying through the air and like starts sinking rock skipping out here? Yeah. Yeah. He should. He should have been dead. First of all. I mean, anime. He in that show has been injured from less. But he's cursed. Orochimaru cursed him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Somehow it's as strong as the Nine Tails. I don't know. Anyway, Easily, yeah. So now he's cursed. Oh fuck! I'm cursed. Still getting his brakes absolutely beat the fuck off. Suddenly he gets his third eye. Sharingan gets becomes a three instead of a two. Yeah, yeah. I understand maybe being able to like see more. Why is he able to tank? The the, the funny thing the funny thing is the Sharingan doesn't make him stronger. It just increases his visual prowess. But we will not dive into that. Dude, he's. I I do I do that, still like OG Naruto. His approach more didn't change at all. Didn't mm -hmm. change at all. And then Sasuke is just like, this is easy now. I can predict his moves. And I was like, yeah, that's what happens when you enter the Matrix. It was like, bitch, he. When he grabbed your arm, bones crunched. So first of all, your arm's broken. Second of all, he's just like, I can see. Yeah, he's like Neo, where he's fighting yeah, with when, one when you, arm. When you, when you start nitpicking all the small details in a shonen series, you're just never going to get anywhere. Anyways, let's, let's, continue, do that, this. Black Clover. let's continue this train. At, Black Clover has its own things it does, but like, there's... It no, seems perfect. I, 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 I'll... I it's can't say good, anything. I can't say anything about that manga twist. So, no, I I heard people were beefing on something. There were, and then the next chapter immediately was like, oh, that that was a that was a one eighty from people, bro. Oh, I I had read the last chapter and I was there. like, I don't know if I like what happened, but let me see what happens next. And then they dropped the last chapter, and I was like, all right, I can I can respect everything that's happened this arc. Literally this one piece discord in on that show, because you know. Oh, One Piece. One Piece gets flack every week for everything. What like is for... that? What is happening? Oh, it gets explained. All right. What? So, Troy, you're you're not watching Kaguya. Love is War. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I am. Are you watching this season? Hell yeah. Okay, then talk about it. I'll, I I had to check. Are you not? No, I've never caught up. If I was, I would be watching it weekly. But um, I watch like a billion things, so. I mean, it's kind of tough. There's a couple shows I'm watching that I like, really like, mm -hmm. but nothing comes close to Spy Family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Love Is War is included, and I fucking like I've been committed, like all the character arcs and shit. I'm like invested. So to see that this season's like making its way towards paying off shit, I'm like, all right, that's what's up. Like, that's cool. Very interesting. They're getting close to, like, finally confessing. You can, like, smell it. You can, like, taste All it. I know is from my friends who re read it, I think this season has, like, one of their 
favorite arcs. So that'll be adapted. I'm like really invested in one of my own personal ships. Mm -hmm. So that's like, I'm like, you didn't, you probably don't know her. There's this girl named Miku Inu and she's like known. She's a grade below Kaguya and the president. And she's like, I've heard of the name. Yeah. Miko. Yeah. She's like the smartest in her grade. And she's like, basically runs the hall monitors of the school. She huge Mm -hmm. hall monitor vibes, you know? Okay. Okay. And then like her and, uh, the slacker dude, who's the treasurer. Or secretary, whatever the fuck he is, I don't remember. But like, you know, they I, I'd be shipping them, mm-hmm. like for sure. And they're All like, right. they're moving towards like, I'm like, bro. Except this episode t- this week, he said he's in love with someone else. As like, you do. I was like, bitch. So yeah, I was like, I'm like weirdly invested. I'm like, oh my god. That's how you gotta be with romance series. I'm like, you can't. That's exactly how you gotta I'm be. Like, you can't choose her. I'm like you and you Miko always gotta, so you always gotta call them out when they make the wrong choice. Well, dude, him and Miko have been like doing shit for each other on the low, and neither of them know about it. Like she gets bullied, and he like takes measures to keep her insulated. He from kills that. all her bulliers. Yeah. Yeah, and she. <laughs> he gets in trouble constantly, but she pulls strings as a home monitor to, like, keep him insulated. She she breaks every law in existence, yeah? That's how you gotta do things as a couple. So I'm just like, bro, if you guys don't kiss right now, I'm a fucking... And then that would open the door to be like, oh my god, the student... Chris Hansen makes sure to write that down. He wants underage children to kiss. I'm gonna do it on screen. Alright, yeah, he has that. Mm Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts on uh, Kaguya-sama season three? Um, not as funny as some of the other seasons, but mm-hmm. I don't like. I'm comparing everything to Spy Family, so it's kind of unfair. I don't have to deal with that problem because Spy Family is not my favorite thing of the season. It's because you're because I watch a billion things, and my taste is my taste you're... is shit. I, I I am a nut when it comes to comedies You're because the embodiment of a dumpster fire. Yes, I know. I am a fascist. Your cabbage water. It's it's fine. It's 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 very simple. Uh, me with comedies is really strict, just based on my uh, concept of what is a a a general comedy that has mass appeal. And you know, comedies it's it's a tight subject. Not everything is gonna gonna be equally funny in a comedy series. So, you know, I'm I'm very harsh on comedies because of how wide-branded my sense of humor is. Well, bro, comedy is like horror, so I fucking get down on it. It's the other side to, like, cor- the horror coin. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. I love horror, but, like, it's like, you know the difference between, like, a stellar horror and a bad horror. But then there's things that have, like, good horror elements. That's like watching comedies. It's always like... There's never going to be that magnum opus, so you're just looking for how good you are compared to the rest of the genre, or what are you lacking compared to the rest of the genre. That's what it's like. Yeah, that's watching like all that like super neat, like 
if you get on some like certain specific like fantasy discussion boards or whatever, it's that same energy where like someone will be like, I really like this one, and then they'll be like, Here's thirty eight different titles that it needs yeah. to be. Like I, I, I do it. I, I don't compare it to like other series specifically, but more like the genres whole. And I do it with like just about every genre and all. But like comedy is like one of the ones that like because of how much I enjoy what is like good comedic storytelling and good comedy comedic beats and like what is good just just the idea of comedy as a whole. I am a stickler on that. So like if you can make like when I'm watching a comedy, yeah, if you're bro, making me I'm laugh out loud, bro, button for it. I'm there. You, you gotta like when you start making me laugh, like I'll, I'll always know in my head like, oh, that's a good joke or that's a good moment or like you know when a comedy does something like sentimental or wholesome and you're like, all right. That was a good good beat on that one because you know balance of comedy and emotion and it's like you know tracking all these things. Bro, he made it on your. But like when a when a comedy starts making you laugh out loud or like when you get in like an uncontrollable fit, bro, that's when I can give all my respect. And yeah. so I I've been LMAOing a couple of times. At the I it, it is just really hard for me to laugh like verbally while watching things. So like I always make sure to remember like moments. Spy Family made me laugh one time out loud and I it was episode two. Like I, I remember that crap. Oh. But there's also other series this season, other shows this season that have made me laugh in the same vein. So it's like, all right, it's, you know. Oh, wait, bro. Are you watching... Iowa, I, I, Iowa, Iowa, no. I, I, Iowa, 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 the soccer one. No, I'm not watching that. What? I it's... thought about it, but then I was like, do I want to watch another show? This, bro, I was already watching line. I was like, I don't yeah. feel like watching. I played premier soccer, so it hits home. I'm like, oh shit. I, I thought about it and I heard good things about it before it started, but I was like, mm, I don't know, man. And so I just didn't watch it. I was, I was really adamant about not starting anything else. It's like, You know how Haikyuu grabs you in the first episode? This the thing one, is, I did watch the first episode, and it didn't grab me, and it's why I didn't feel motivated to continue it. Oh, bro, that was... I like when he does the thing where it, like, switches to the fucking hatched mm -hmm. pencil drawing. I was like, I'm gonna watch a million hours of this show. Mm -hmm. This show didn't really have the same energy. It was kind of more of a slow build. But... It had it had it had, yeah, it had cool like approach. the same momentum as like Haikyuu just off rip. It would have been really easy to just get into it. I mean, it does have like, but it, it was only like, it's only me being a stickler because I don't want to watch like fifty shows every season and like I, eventually I'm gonna have to draw the line on even if some things get praise. So I follow my golden rule of if, if the opening or the so ending. Far is a bop or i'm genuinely interested in the show which is why it's it, those rules are always why i end up with more crap than i want to watch because like there'll be trash shows with like a really good song but i don't add songs on my playlist unless i watch the show so i'll be like i hate watching you but it's all to put this song on my playlist and feel well, that's just a weird content personal rule that is that is yeah it's dumb standards yeah if i got if something's bopping it's on the playlist i don't care it's like mental OCD, you know? You just gotta live with that crap. Sure, got one of you. 
Stupid. But so. good to know. Good to know. Kaguya. So do you want to talk about Al Ashi real quick then? It's like a soccer one. Mm-hmm. He's poor. Yep. Mom bought him his cleats with a lot of his money. His brother spent a lot of money that they don't know how he got it to send him to this tryout in Tokyo for soccer for the Espirion FC. Mm-hmm. And he just found out that he made the cut today. Then his mom said some out-of-pocket shit, which is like, I feel like soccer's taking you away from me. Yeah, yeah, of course, good mother. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I feel like I need to be good at soccer to validate all the time and effort you've put into helping me with my passion. He's like, so it's kind of a mixed bag. It's called a catch-22, mom. Uh, thank you. Thank you for trying to manipulate my life, mother. And yeah. And making me not, like, enjoy my passions and, like, subjecting my life to your will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, Good what parenting. a weird, subtle, backhanded barb to make me doubt my, like, place and my hobbies, my decisions. Like, thank you for guiding my future by manipulating me. It's, you're, you're doing great out here. 10 out of 10. Bro, but she's a MILF. She's a that 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 will get the Troy population of uh, anime watchers. Yep, mm-hmm. all all is forgiven by those standards, dude. If you don't, it's like why be the why why be the stepfather when you could be the father that stepped in? Father that stepped up, son. Hmm. Is that um, all you have to say about? <laughs> sorry, I'm trying. There's a mass outbreak that I've been aiming for Mm -hmm. but yeah it's like i don't know if it's like actually not that good just because it like hits home because i played soccer i've i've heard good things about it so i'm i i don't doubt that there is there isn't like you know it's probably not like on a great high but it's it's probably up there no but yeah he does a thing where he like sees the field uh-huh, it's like uh-huh. total shonen, shonen powers 100% i was like total shonen it was, it was me watching that stinking badminton show last season and it, they briefly have this weird thing where it's like yeah he has foresight he can see like a few seconds in the future and they never go into it they're just like <laughs> yeah it just happens and then like they don't even focus it's not even the focus of the series half the time and it just happens every now and then it's just like all right okay cool i guess yeah, the plot nonsense. Needs, needs it to happen yeah all right, good to hear. Al Ashi, good. Maybe great, maybe not. Probably great if you fuck with soccer. I'll say that. Shoot, then uh, let's see. Might as well start from the bottom for the rest of these shows. I wanted to get Spy Family out the way for the sake of Justin so he didn't have to talk anymore, knowing how exhausting that can be. Uh, I appreciate um, that. Let's see. Gunjo no Fanfare. I don't okay, I'll watch that, that one. Did you? It's it's the horse. No. It's, okay. Oh, horse girl. I I just thought I would didn't have to talk about this by myself, but you know, life is life. Is it the horse girl? It's it's not horse girls. It's it's like actual jockeying. It's actual horse jockeying show. The soundtrack's done by Hiroyuki Sawano, a acclaimed madman of the uh, soundtrack making world. Which is always funny because it's just a random horse show and it has like the most baller soundtrack for it being not nothing much like listening to Attack on Titan and his uh, playlist going off versus listening to like people riding horses in the same sounding songs playing is like just a weird vibe to go through where I'm like the Titans are about to like start stomping over everyone here. But you know, 
I feel bad for the show one because there's a lot of CGI and two, it's not that bad, but it's got like a lot. It's got like a low rating for no reason. It's it's got the normal sports vibes. It's definitely not on the higher end, but you know, minus the CG that you know what you're and and this is what I hate about shows like when shows will have CG and you know they need CG because like when especially with horses or animals, it's almost mandatory that if you're gonna have like that as a focus of a series, you're gonna use CG because of how much budget it's gonna cost to like animate every frame and that's just not happening. And then you get like automatic flack or like people start like downrating you or something like that. And it's just like, bro, the show didn't even do anything to you it just has cg and you're like flipping your lid yeah, i feel yeah. bad for shows that that happens with but then you'll have people who are like have you seen that league of legends show arcane mm-hmm. like it's all cg it's fucking cool I'm like what oh you guys anime fans can be something though but it's actually the last few the last two episodes have been actually pretty interesting i'll i will give it its credit it's probably it could be a little better than the run of the mill sports series that comes out in the season, but it also could be very average. But it's going more the dramatic route of like you know personal character problems while being in a prestigious school. I hope a horse bangs one of them. Yeah, there's there's a lot of berserk related bestiality in it. Have you ever heard of a donkey show? No, I probably don't want to either. I thought you were going to elaborate more, and I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> I thought I was going to leave it up. I'll leave it up to the imagination. That's fine. I can live with that. All right, I'll, but... I'll tell you this much. A lot of people gather around, and there's a girl and a donkey. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Anyways, didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, Good to Know Fire is a, it's a fine show as of now. Is it recommendable? If you're into horse shocking and Hiroyuki, yeah. Most definitely. If, yeah, if you're definitely into soundtracks, I think the direction of the show, like, it's directed really well. I, if if I was going to recommend it on those merits, like, yeah, fairly enough, it, it's better than... It's definitely on the better end of shows for that reason. But will, will it be ranked highly at the end of the season? Probably not, but, you know, whatever. Uh, let's see. I'll skip out on any short series... For the sake of this, as I do for most recaps. What else? Mahotsukai Remake, Dawn of the Witch. It's a show that's based off of a well-known, and by well-known, I say ironically and memeing. Uh, what, what is it? Uh, Grimoire of Zero. Grimoire of Zero is like a really mid-fantasy series that came out. And I've never watched it. I just know that people call it mid. Like it's just got like something of a standard for just being really average. Now, this series, this spin-off, Dawn of the Witch, is also really average. As I watch every episode, it looks really good. Like it's animated really well. And for some reason, they they have this one chick in the series and they made her like super busty for no reason. And I don't know why, but she has like short red hair and she looks great. But as good as as good as her appeal is as on the waifu meter, it's the series is just really mid, man. I I I I rarely feel like that purely like on the spectrum of like this is a really average series for something that has like it has like visual appeal. It's got like good design to it, but like you could just feel how mediocre the series is while watching it. 
it's so impressive. Like, usually I'll feel like a little left on the spectrum, a little right, like, you know, the good or the bad, which one weighs out. No, it's just like right in the middle, man. It's, I'm, it, it, it's appalling me how, how well done it's managed to like ride that line. Like, I, I, I can't really recommend it for any reason other than like you, you've read, you've watched Grimoire of Zero and you just, you, you're continuing the, the series, but like, Maybe, maybe it's your type, but like, man, it's just feels pure average. I just, I respect it in some capacity because of that. All right, let's see what else is out this season. Ah, RPG Fudosan, a series about a bunch of girls who sell real estate. It's by Doga Koba. Damn, I might watch that. A company that it, it's wholesome, but you know what's funny about the series? Dogakoba does like a lot of wholesome like series, and they'll adapt things like that. And it'll be like, all right, that's a that's a cute series. It's got some randomly like overly etchy moments that happen, and it's so it throws me off. And it's like I think all the chicks are like adults working in this company too. But it throws me off every time that they do something overly etchy just for the company and the type of things they adapt and their art style. I'm like, this this just mm, throws me off every time. Cause main girl who shows up and is like, you know, the the focal point of the series is like overly busty, but it's like a such a simplistic art style, and it doesn't even look like it should be that way. But they'll have stuff like that where they'll emphasize it, and I'm like. It's throwing me off. I'm trying to enjoy like wholesome, like people buying houses they like. And then you have this yeah. weird moment where she's like struggling to put on a shirt. And I'm like, what are you doing, man? I'm, people I, are trying to buy their dream home. This is not what I'm looking for in this series. I just want to see people buy houses. Oh, that's all. And this is coming off of that one dragon house hunting series that was pure garbage. It was so bad where it made real estate seem like the worst thing in the world. This is like it's not. it's not real estate's like top real five. Awesome. It like that's why that's why uh stinking that one channel, what's it called? HG HGTV, yeah, that's why it's so popular. People love houses. Property bros, house hunters, flippers, swappers. Yep. White men renovating houses, black men renovating houses, a black and a white man renovating uptown houses. Interracial couples renovating houses. Oh, you got you got the whole the whole that's place. a good one. Yeah, but RPG Fudosan, pretty pretty enjoyable, you know. Like it's it's comfort anime. If you're into comfort anime, that's that's what you go for. All right. Next up, a sequel to a show that I was like, the show kind of kind of sucks, kind of mid. Kyokai Senki. Gundam, Mecha. It's back for a second season. And uh, what can I say about season two other than it still feels pretty mid. It's pretty mediocre. It, it's got plot elements that, that has room to make it better if they, like, really hit it in the, you know, hit the nail on the head. And I would hope that's the case. I don't, I don't like committing to a show because especially when it's a continuing series i will watch it if i especially if i finish the first season because if i don't watch it while it's coming out like i just won't have the motivation to watch it any other time so in order to watch every episode of everything i've ever watched i have to have these levels of commitment i hope it gets better but you know it might not 
but it's got good music. What what the series has is really good music. That's kind of the reason why I watched the first season in the first place because the ending was so good, so good. And you know that's that's what it takes to sucker me into watching something that definitely is not the vibe. Simple but, taste. Eh, simple taste, bro. Simple taste. I hate. But yeah, you know, if you've watched the first season, if you're already committed, sure. If you're not committed, definitely not something I'd recommend. What is next? Oh gosh, it's this show. The greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical nobody. The average reborn, reincarnated in the same world. He he lived his life and he was like, you know what? I'll reincarnate myself. As you do. It I respect that, to be honest. Like, if I was someone who grew all-powerful and kind of got bored with my life and I had the ability to, like, you, you kind of want to, like, see what things would be like in a couple hundred. You don't want to live every day. You kind of just want to fast-forward. I want to fast-forward to my life at times. Sometimes I get so bored. I'm like, do I end up like a millionaire? If I fast-forward this far, will I be able to see it? You know, I, I get the sentiment, you know. But, uh, you know, it's it's a harm show. And, you know, I respect his taste. His his selection is uh, between his childhood best friend and the succubus chick he saves in school when he uh, shows up there his first day. You know, he's got he's got a good eye. Um, other than that. Very generic, very generic. Uh, it's it's pro if if you can imagine what the genre is of like, all right, he he goes into the future and now he's living this life and oh he'll live a normal life no no there's there's a tax oh he's he ha he's doing things that no one else can do you know oh people from the past who've lived long enough they're suspicious of him you know you know the the, the normal gamut you know he's running it nothing out of the unusual you know it's a uh, pretty standard So, yeah, it sounds yeah. like a one that I definitely skipped on purpose. It it's if you know what you're getting into, you're getting exactly that. That's one of those things, which you know makes it easy for some people. Next up, another show. Great. Well, you know this one's actually not bad. It's just it, I mean it's based off of thinking card game. You know the the whole Yu Gi Oh vibes, build divide. The mm. first season was like Code Black. I did that. Was the first season Code Black? I think so. And then this one's Code White. But man, bro, Egoist does the opening for this season. What they did, the uh, I think they did the ending for last season. They're, Egoist has bangers, bro. But minus that, minus that, and and they're great music. It's it's a, it's a card game show, so half of the series is like the game, and then the other half is like the drama of the plot. If you just want to put the songs on your playlist, easy recommend, easy recommend. If you're into the genre, yeah, yeah, I think this season has a more interesting story beats than the first season. I can I can give it credit for being an improvement from the last season because it has the drama and the fallout from the season prior. And it's very interesting because they've dived right into it. So, you know, they're not really holding back on those fronts. And so I respect that for one, because this way you don't have to wait and deal with all the nonsense. And two, you can, you know, get more exploration of the characters and see where they're coming from in their mindsets. So, you know, it's an improvement. Credit. But is it a vast improvement? Not really. But it is an improvement. Uh, next up, Healer Girl. All right. So, 
every every now and then i'll have like this random series where i'll have like no expectations of but i'll be like you know let me just check this out healer girl definitely up there as like one of my favorites this season because for some stupid reason they have to like make it like a like a musical in an anime and that just that just hits a niche of like watching a series that i didn't know i needed for like randomly in episodes where they'll start like singing for half of it and i'm like and and it's it would be it wouldn't be as good if as a group when they sang and harmonized it didn't sound like some of the best music to ever touch my ears like it sounds like spiritually good like it honey like i got I, literally they'll the, it's say the, the the premise is they sing and that singing has healing but there's like laws and restrictions to like how they can do it because if you overabundance of it or you know there's there's restrictions and, and there's a limit to how they can do this but when, when they start singing and like it's it's just them like oh this person has anxiety and we're relieving the anxiety and because of how good they're singing i feel like i should i should start crying for no freaking reason for it bro that's some good singing bro it, it it like tugs at my heartstrings for no reason it is so good just to sit there and listen just on a musical standpoint but then like the actual story is like kind of entertaining to follow oh man the singing is like sometimes you'll be watching the episode and and there's there's a day they're studying for exams and they'll they're just singing throughout the whole day for preparation and it's like it's so good I'm waiting for them to start rapping in the middle of the episode and for them to just do a rap the whole time. Dude, Chica from Kaguya-sama is always rapping. She'd be going hard. One of her but, raps, uh, that was the one that was like trending on TikTok that one time. Yeah, yeah, I remember. But so, yeah, so, he, dude, he, I he get Girl, it. Healer <laughs> Girl is a hard recommend. Anime hard girls recommend. singing, bro. Like sometimes, sometimes oh God, like you, you know, you know what good is, and then there's great. But this is like, whoo, they just sound so good. I added the the opening and ending as soon as it's available because when I listened to the full version, it was they harmonized so well in those songs. I was like, gosh, I've never like listened to anime songs. I feel like I'm listening to like a choir out here just like blasting my eardrums. <laughs> so good. All right, next up, uh, gosh, I love the name of the show. Shoke Shoujo no Virgin Road. Gosh, Virgin Road, it's got to be, I call it Virgin Road, bro. There, there's literally no no other way. It's The actual name's The Executioner and Her Way of Life, but Virgin Road is just a, a superior name. Mm. The show the show is Yuri. Like, it just, it, it does, it definitely does not hide that it, it it wants to be Yuri, and I respect every bit of that. A good Yuri is sometimes all you need in life. But the actual premise of the show, actually interesting. The execution of it is good. It's it's about uh so what what the people it, it, they they're getting more into like the the explanations and the layers of why the plot is the way it is from the start. But just to give the first episode premise without spoiling what gets developed later. Like, uh, there's different factions. There's the church faction. There's the noble faction. I think there's another one. But, like, the noble faction is, like, 
they're isekaiing people from the other world because they're like when they get isekaied over, they usually come with like special abilities and stuff and stuff, right? And so they want to take advantage of that so that they can, you know, manipulate the world to have what they want to do. But people, when they are isekaied over, they're they come with pure concepts of like concepts of like space or time or like nullification, like things like that. Like, you know, very cool, very, very standard uh, for series like this. Yeah. And so, like, you, you get into the first episode, and it's like, all right, so this guy's Isekai over main character, probably, and, like, so he runs into this one chick, she's with the church, and she's like, well, I'm going to save you from the nobles, because they're trying to manipulate you. And so, just to spoil the first episode, she they, they, go, they go to the church that she has, and then she's just, like, helping him out. She's like, all right, let me find out what your power is. And so she does, and then she's like, all right, let me help you. And then she's straight up, and this is spoilers, let me just emphasize, she straight up, she straight up just murks him. She stabs him in the side of his head. He's dead. And she's like, "Yeah, my job is to kill people like you so that you don't like screw up our world." And that's how you. That's how you get introduced in the first episode. And I was like, you know, I like how you. I like how you. You gave yeah, me the so ride. She's like a. She's like a blade she's, runner. She's like a mercenary. She's a blade runner from for like issue people who got issue cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fucking tight. And so. The other chick who got isekai at the same time as the guy has the pure concept of time. And so she's the she's the other main character besides the the one uh church chick that you're following. And so because her concept is time, apparently it's really hard to kill her because she actually can revert time back to like when she was fine. And so they got some trippy plot stuff and they have other characters who are involved in this whole tangent of all these things. And pretty entertaining, man. I gotta say, it was more. JC Staff is a company that I credit to being overly like, just like they'll take a show that could have a somewhat better than average adaptation, uh, like source material, and they'll find a way to make it average. I feel like this is above most of their standards, and like it looks good, and like it has good pace. It's got a good. They're doing it. JC Staff is doing a good adaptation with this one, and it impresses me. So I I I expected to not I expected to not start the series, but I watched the first episode just to see what kind of vibe it had, and I was like, you know, good job because I actually want to watch it now. So I could recommend this sucker. Plus, I mean, Yuri, what's what's there not to love with that one? What's next? Shachiku San. Miss Shachiku and the Little Baby Ghost. This is an anime. This this is the definition of comfort anime for the series. It is about this just young adult who is like a corporate slave, and that's what Chakichiku means, I believe, is corporate slave. And a little ghost girl who died, and I believe her... No, I won't say that because it's kind of spoilers, and if you know you want to be surprised on the few emotional beats they have for the series, you know, can't give everything away. But, uh... Gosh, I need water out here. I'm dying. But it's about this corporate worker. And um, she she runs into this ghost who, who Tachi Sale means leave. And so that's what she says like 90% of the time when uh, she's ever overworking herself in the first episode. But it's just about her trying to get her not to overwork herself to death. And it's like little little tiny lolly like spirits who are like your guardian angels 
And the little ghost girl isn't the only one. But it's just them, like, taking care of her. And because they're so cute, she is more motivated to work herself to death because they're giving her, like, the energy of a lifetime. Like, when you take cocaine while you're working and you're just like, I can go for hours. That's what these things, that's what these little thinking ghosts do to her, right? And, you know, if if I had, like, tiny little guardian angels, like, being at my side while I work, maybe I, too, would be as motivated as that to risk my life for a company that cares not for me, you know? Corporate America, baby. They need a bunch of lollicon ghosts. So yeah. simple. That That is what the workforce needs, and the fact that America hasn't found that out is the most disappointing. How could I have never thought of it before? But yeah, I, I had saw the trailer for this, and I was like, you know, I'm going to be watching possible trash this season, so let me watch something this wholesome. Troy, anything else you started this season? Um, I watched like 30 seconds of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero and determined that I hated it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was about it. Bro, so many shows left to talk about, man. Gosh, I'm going to die. My throat is not up for this right now, but I will. Yeah, just pick the good ones. I will push through. All right, we're we're going into bullet round because uh, I I am I am on my end of my rope. I'm so glad I'm getting surgery this week because some days, man, I'm struggling out here. Come but back, Troy, fucking distract bro. distract the audience for a bit so I can save myself real quick. Dude, check this out. I got a fucking. I just caught this baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we got... You know what's up. You know what it is. And then here we got Best Boy. Give me a fucking best ah, ha, ha. For real? Bro, I got food. I'm ready to try and go eat. We should try and get Jeff Bezos to fight Elon Musk to death. Yeah, Elon is our sponsor, so I, I feel you. Gosh, I almost threw up there. I'm dying, bro. I've not it has not hit me this bad in a minute. Bro, we I'm going I'm going bullet round for this. All right, for anyone who wants more in-depth talks, we'll we'll definitely dive into these when we do our rankings. But uh for the sake of uh my ability to survive, I'm just gonna zoom through this. Life uh, finds a way. All right, yeah. So we have I'm Quitting Heroing, or Yusha Yamimasu. It is an enjoyable series about a guy, a hero, who uh, he's used to running the gamut and saving the world, and everyone sees him as a villain because of how monstrous he is in strength. And so they kind of kick him out. So he's like, all right, I'll quit being a hero, and I'll help the demon army build itself because they're accepting people with good morals. The last episode was really good, really good emotional beat between the demon lord and him. And that whole uh, ordeal. Uh, there was like one episode that was, you know, 
middle of the line, but everything else has been like it has good comedic beats and uh it's enjoyable and especially seeing like how he views the world from his perspective and seeing the demons from their perspective and like you know their interactions. Uh next up, Shikamori is not just a cutie. It's a it's a simple show about a girl and uh it's like one of those like rom-com style series that has like a, a very specifically quirked female character and then a male character except this time the male character is the clumsy one with all the bad luck and then the chick is like the the cool suave epic beauty who like you know saves him all the time i do like the flip on the dynamic it's pretty simple it, it feels like it'll be like more of the same thing every episode it's hard to say if there'll be any strong diversity but you know at the bare minimum if that's what you want easy watch if you need diversity, then you know it's it's another thing altogether. Next up, uh, gosh, yeah, I gotta look at the here uh, to become a real heroine, the unpopular girl in the secret task. That show, yeah, it, it is it is a name, but uh, honestly, at least from the voice, it's funny. Like main the main girl is voiced by Nori Munase, and I've never heard like a a, a character voice so like to the nitty gritty of like every sound someone can make it it's my it, it's like gotta be like one of the most appealing like things to just listen to from that spectrum alone and that angle like just just from her voice acting i'm like wow i i just want to listen to you talk the whole time because i've never heard like breathing emphasized so often like it's so weird ASMR but no, it, it's a show about a, a girl who's not interested in idols, and there's idols who are in her school, and to survive, she wants to get a job, and her job, that the best job that pays well, is being a training, an in-training manager for them, while being in school and trying to be in other activities, because if she's at school, she can technically do, do her job and watch them, so she gets, like, pay from that, as well as out-of-school, uh, you know, mandates. So, it's somewhat maybe of a romance maybe not i don't know if they'll jump into that but it's kind of about her and her uh being ordinary in her life that will be improved by what is idols because idols save lives mm -hmm. that is the moral of the story everyone knows that next up tomodachi game this came out well before squid game but it has the same appeal so you know if you want to be like it's like squid game then sure sure that's valid. Um, it's about friends. One of them signs them up for this game to where they all get into debt for some weird reason, and they have to play this game to get out of debt. But it's set up for them to betray each other. And, you know, that's the premise. It, my easiest way to explain the series, it seems like it could be so trashy that I have to see what happens next. Damn, it kind of sounds like Squid Game. <laughs> what a coincidence. Like, it could end up good, but I think it's, like, ceiling for good as, like, long past to where it's, like, uh, if it ends up good, it's, like, a solid 6 out of 10 or something. Or or else it has, like, a really big turnaround and becomes, like, one of the greatest things ever or something like that, which would be nice, you know? I'm down for that unexpected. But it seems so trashy that I just have to see how it plays out, you know? And and I, good enough for me, I guess. I mean, that so alone kept me watching. 
So next up, Shield Hero, second season. I don't know how far this second season will get, what arc it'll get to, but the fact that it's adapting Turtle Arc, and Turtle Arc is literally the arc I dropped the manga at until I picked it back up to get further into it. Turtle Arc is like just garbage, and it's known for being garbage. Like it, it is not like a secret that this arc, at least for people who've read it in any capacity, have things to say about it. There's probably people out there who like it, a good handful, but like this arc is already bad. The fact that the anime paces it to where it even makes less sense is impressive. And I'm fine with them skipping stuff. I just don't understand how you make it seem less sensical than it does already. Because it's a stupid arc. But the fact that it seems dumber in the anime impresses me. Like, bro, this is like, I can't drop it because I've already watched season one. I've already put in the effort to make it through season one. I'm not going to drop it now. But gosh, they make me want to drop this show every episode, bro. I hate this arc. I fully dropped. I like couldn't watch. I watched half of the first episode, turned it off. I was like, I don't know. Turtle arc is just garbage. Bro. Just not the arc after it's not too bad, but like, and they might get into this season, but like, turtle arc is just ugh, garbage, bro. It's just simply not it. But you know, yeah. I mean, if you're watching it, watch it. If you like, I'm glad if you like this arc, but I think this arc is garbage. I. I am of the adamant belief that Shield Hero is honestly just really mid of a series. Like, it's just mediocre. That's, yeah. Like, it's it's really not special. It, it had a decent, like, the adapt the adaptation did a good job for the first season. And, like, you know, it did fine. But, like, compared to other yeah, things, yeah, like, it's it. not that special. But, you know, it had shock value because of slavery in the first episode and him, like, getting rejected by society and the rape allegations and stuff, you know. That's what people started it for, which is always a dumb reason. But you know, whatever, whatever draws attention. Gosh, my alarm's going off. Let me take it off real quick so it doesn't get picked up in the mic. I love when my alarm resets and then like it'll start going off at random times. But uh, next up, ooh, uh, Aharen, which is a series about a girl named Aharen who's super quiet, and uh, this dude named Rido. And they become friends because they already have trouble socializing, but, you know, they're, like, each other's first friends as they try to, like, fix their prior antisocial or inability to socialize. It's one of those comedies that has, like, a it's very diverse in, like, the, the gags it goes for, and it's, like, multiple gags in, like, you know, like, one of those com comedies where it's, like, every episode is sectional, this gag going to this gag going to this gag. Some of the episodes hit, like some of the gags are really good and enjoyable. And then some of them are, you know, just run the mill average. But there's also like, you know, good emotional beats mixed in. Uh, the first episode was strong in terms of like comedy, but uh, some of the other episodes aren't as strong. But, you know, overall, I do enjoy it. Not as much as when I started it, but it's still enjoyable. Next up, uh... What is the English name for this one? Love After World Domination. It is Sentai Rom-Com. And it's it's like Power Rangers, but if Power Rangers was a rom-com. Oh, that's metal. I Troy, you actually might really enjoy this because I I didn't I I'd watched the first three minutes of the first episode and I was like, nah, I'm not into this. And then like a week afterwards, I was like, you know, maybe I should watch it because I I don't know, something about it. And so I watched the first episode, and, like, main girl, bro, 
like best girl like she's so good for one thing and she's like the leader of the villain organization and the other guy is the leader of the the second power rangers out here the super gelato five or whatever the hell they're called and so there it's it's a rom-com with the the hero and the villain it's it is surprisingly so entertaining and so cute for a romance series like you you might actually really like it what's it called power rangers it is uh, love after world domination i can send you the the link uh the my anime list link so that you can check it out let me see if it's on crunchyroll you might be able to save it on there i mean if it's on funimation it should be on crunchyroll i believe it's on animation though so but i will i will send you this going into the next show but like yeah i i definitely didn't expect to like it but it's definitely like one of the more enjoyable things this series this this season next up Deamon. it is a slice of life series about a, a dude who left his family to start his dream of being in a band the band breaks up so he goes back after hearing that his father got ill and sick and so he wants to like inherit the the stinking they said they have a sweet shop and so he's like oh i should go back and inherit it he goes back and he finds out his grandparents kind of adopted this girl who was abandoned and so she's kind of being raised up to be the heir and like it's a really like enjoyable like family-esque like oh he's gonna like you know be there to take care of her because his uh mother asked him to because she doesn't really have a father figure in her, his life and it's kind of like one of those like slice of life series that focuses on like the growth of characters and their individual journeys like series like this always like they're they're definitely the ones that appeal to me the most in like seasons when you get to, like the introspection of like individual characters and like oh this is where you were at and the girl wants to find her father and he he like he wants to like get his life together and then you like introduce other characters who have their own problems and they're just trying to sort out and it's like you know very character driven series so Damon's actually one of my favorites of the season uh what else next up dance dance dancer mappa's big hit of the season and honestly this has got dance dance has definitely got to be one of like the better adapted shows of the season it's sucker's actually really good like mappa will choose to do the most random things that you're just like why don't they just stick to shonen in action which for one i think is dumb like mappa will like do the most what do they do they did this show taiso samurai which is about this gymnastics father and this is like in the same vein because this is dancing and that show had like really good emotional storytelling to it and this is in the same vein like it's about like a middle school kid who was into ballet when he was young but uh because you know how guys are they're like oh ballet that's for like wusses that's for chicks and stuff like that so he his father died and he was like well i have to be a man so he his uncle run ran like um uh, a martial arts dojo and so that's what he chose to do instead and he plays soccer but like he he actually really loved ballet so like it's it's a story about him like getting back into like ballet and like overcoming those like anxieties and fears and like it also has other characters and their personal plots but those are developed more in later episodes and i'm trying to stick to the bare minimum of the start so you know but mappa mappa's killing it with that one they mappa, they stay they they have they 
they pick their stuff pretty selectively to what they can get something out of. Like I, I'm impressed by their selection. Hopefully they don't go that madhouse route where they start adapting the most random things that no one cares about. Cause that really that killed Madhouse for a while. Alright. What is next? Uh a couple of cuckoos. This is a show about two people who were switched at birth and they grew up with their respective families and then one day their parents are like, oh, we found out who your other kid is. We should meet him up. Little did those two children know that their parents were going to forcibly arrange their engagement. And so, you know, at first the girl, they, they had accidentally met up in the first episode ran into each other and it was like, Oh, if, if I were to say you were my, my boyfriend, maybe I can get out of this marriage. And he didn't really, he wasn't really into it because he's into another chick and whatever, but that's what they do. Little did they know that they were the two people who were switched at birth, who would be in this whole arranged thing in the first place. So it's like that brand of rom-com. The second episode, much better than the first. Cause you kind of see like the, their, lives and like the way they grew up and kind of those differences i have to call out one thing for the series the main guy looks like that dude from kanojo mokanojo and that's like one of the worst pieces of garbage i've ever watched in my lifetime that show was so bad and i've talked about it i ranked it it was demon slayer tier it was awful i could never re recommend something like that to someone with like a, the good in my heart with eyes he looks just like it and the series always emanates that vibe but it's not it doesn't feel like it's the same thing but it feels like it should be and a part of me wants to hate it only for that reason and i feel so bad but like just that like radiating energy that lingering ptsd i have from that terrible main character from kanojo bro bro it's like when you're trying to name your baby you're like, no, we can't name it Derek. I went to high school with Derek. Here's a fuck turd. It's the same thing, bro. It's miserable. But it's not bad. I It only has two episodes out right now because it came out, like, last week. So, you know, but, like, I could recommend it from a, from a rom-com standard. I'll probably be able to strongly recommend it, maybe at some point, or mediocrely recommend it. But it's not bad. Uh, Next up. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, let's. Yeah, yeah. Last four shows. Data Live. Data Live is iconic because it's a show. It's a well-known show. This is the fourth season for it too, specifically about a guy. It's it's about a guy who saves spirits by going on dates with them, and it's like the definition of what a trashy show is, right? But Data Live has to be like one of my favorite trashy shows to watch. Because the pure stupidity that it rings with, with the fact that you have such a diverse cast of like female characters who some of them are just so entertaining. There's a few that like are like, yeah, no, but like some of them are just so dumbly entertaining. And like the plot is just like dating simulator, but it's always so different, but like the same thing every time. Day Live is just one of those shows that like, gosh, it is. It's like the few comfort things I can call like. It's wrong for me to say so bad it's good because it actually entertains me. And I would say, in my opinion, like, like it's good for the merits it has. But like, 
Dude, that's from weird. from an objective view to most shows, bro, it's just like, yeah, that's no, this is food wars. This is trashy, bro. Yeah, it it have to be in the same. It's like this is trashy from like most most points of views, but like, bro, if it ain't some of the most entertaining trash out there, bro, like I I love that crap so much. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. I love it. Plus, it has one of the best waifus of all time, Kurumi, bro. Crazy Yandere, heterochromia. She's got the gun, bro. A part of her ability just involves her shooting herself. Bro. It's so... Ooh, she's just got an aesthetic. She's a classic. Yeah, it's the whole moment. It's like, girl, you are the whole moment. Like, she, she's, she's been, she's no been like, my top three for the longest, bro. She, is, she just remains... She's iconic. So good. Next up, this series is actually a really popular one right now. Summertime Render. It is it is like I don't actually want to say I don't want to spoil what it like the premise is there, but like if you want to see what it's about, you'll you'll see what it's about. But uh it's it's a mystery series about like this dude and his friend dies, and it's kind of like, oh, there's these weird creatures that are shadows and they're like they're on this island and they're getting away with stuff right now without getting too deep into it for one for my throat and two to not spoil the plot because that first episode if you want to like get into the series with like the shock value of like oh wild stuff is going on like you got you got to get through the first episode to like hit that momentum if you don't especially if you don't know anything that's uh, what it's about and it's done by studio olm who did uh, odd taxi and they have a good job doing weird mystery shows I, I respect what because they're also the studio that does uh, I think the current season of Pokemon too, so like the fact that they've done a 180 with like what they're producing and they also do Comey, so they they have an impressive roster all of a sudden amazingly, but uh, some more time render. What with the with what the premise is, it could just go downhill, but with what that same premise is, if it sticks the landing. Could be one. It could be the best thing this season, to be honest. One of them tightrope, tightrope type beats. I mean, Troy, I I, th I think I think you'd like this one too, to be honest. If you haven't uh, started this one, summertime, summertime sadness. render. Yeah, summertime sadness. I love Lana Del Rey. I know, I know. Every now and then, you'll enjoy a good mystery, you know. So, gotta give you the recommend. I'll DM it to you as well. This way. In case you need to find it. Next up, Komi San season two. It's uh like I, I said what I said about Komi last season. Like it's a good show. It's definitely above average, but like it's definitely a simplistic plot point of like a girl who's just trying to make friends and she has a social disorder with communication. So it's really hard for her, you know. And it's it's more of what the first season is. Uh, if it has stronger emotional beats, I'll definitely I'll definitely talk about it when we start ranking it and to see if the impact is any different from the first series or if it improves as more characters are introduced. But uh, next up, the last show of the the season, one that's opening has been memed so hard that like it's almost iconic in its own self. Which is just a remix of a of a song, "Chicky Chicky Bomb Bomb," and it's it's the funniest thing ever because it sounds like a really generic, like old school '90s song. But it, it's such a vibe too. 
Paripi Kome, I think, is probably my favorite show this season. I think this is the one I give it to. It's about an idol girl, and it's about uh, a general from uh, like early, early age China who gets reincarnated while he's on his deathbed, and he wakes up in like modern day Japan, and he was like a famous tactician, bro, and like he's just like, oh, I'm I'm alive, and so he's just like, what do I do? And he he sees this idol, and he hears her sing, and then he's like, wow, your singing is so good, I should help you live out your dreams and i was like bro respect that's exactly how most people should live their lives find an idol and guide them to fame like yeah, that's just simp and it's not, it's not even to simp it's just because he thinks like she is like unparalleled in her skill and it's just like yeah i agree too she should be at the top of the charts i i understand why you're it, like he he got reincarnated. He he didn't really gotten much to do with his life anyway. So he's just like, all right. I mean, if I'm gonna do something, it's this. And so that's what he's doing. He's helping her achieve fame. But like, it's it's well directed. It looks good. It's music selection. It, it's it's DJing. Like it's a bunch of remix songs and crap like that. So it's got a good soundtrack and crap. Last last episode, it was it it had so much rap. I listening to random like episodes filled with rap and anime has gotta be like one of the most entertaining things. And this episode that comes up this week is going to have a rap battle. But, like, watching this, like, I, I don't even remember. I think it was, like, 3rd century or 13th century, something like that, general from China, use famous actual tactics. Grow has got to be, like, one of the most... It, it's, like, it's, like, some of the most impressive, impressive marketing tactics you'll see from an anime where you're like, this wouldn't work in real life. But at the same time, you're like, but what if someone actually did try this? What would happen? Like, it's it's a good show, man. I I hope it keeps up the momentum. I'd be glad if it was my favorite show of the season because, gosh, Main Girl is so adorable, though. Like, Yeah, that premise is tight. Oh, it's so entertaining. Like, it's it's one of those, like, it's definitely not, like, comedy focused but like you'll get good comedic beats from that premise because of how uh unorthodox it is and i like unorthodox series i like series that like you don't know what can happen because it's like the characters are so like diverse and stuff like that it gives a good mixture of things but that is the last show this season and so we will wrap up here gosh that was so many shows jeez congratulations i know i'm struggling out here and you know one piece one piece episode 1015 a classic modern you heard generation. about um you heard about salty people rating it low on imdb it happens all the time every show bro but i know i know yeah like i remember when uh the one episode of attack on titan season four part two came out i don't remember which one it was i think it was the paths one and it was like number one on imdb with a perfect score and, like, as soon as that news came out, it started getting downvoted to hell. And then, like, certain episodes from Season 3 Part 2 started to get upvoted because that fan base is, like... That wit fan base from, like, Season 3 Part 2 is, like, mad toxic about things, bro. They're a weird group of people. Let them try doing that to Magi. We'll have issues. Never gonna happen. The Magi fan base has already downvoted the series just in preparation for this. This way, people can't manipulate it. And I respect that. Always sticking ahead. Got to be like L to sneaking light out here. 
But that's it for this episode of the Anime Couch. Be sure to check all of the links available on theanimecouch.com. Check out the YouTube. Feel free to uh, subscribe there to show support, even if you don't watch the videos on there. Drop some comments in the, the comment section in the YouTube channel for any of the episodes that you want to, or feel free to leave any reviews on uh, wherever available, or rate the uh, podcast on uh, Spotify. I know Spotify. I think most places you can rate it, but yeah. Again, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcasts. And uh, Troy, Justin, anything to say? I just caught a shiny caravine. All right, nice, nice. Uh, subscribe to the Anime Couch Plus. And next time we come back... Yeah, my um, blood pool's on that. Indeed. Next time we come back, we will probably be talking about both Multiverse of Madness and the Moon Knight finale. So be sure to be there for that one. And that will be it for us. Uh, see you next time. Peace. See ya. Tune in to the Anime Couch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Check out Flaza Dude on YouTube as well for some choice, choice, cartoon-based and other nerd shit geared discussions, bro.